You are listening to Full Moon Radio Hour on BFF.FM. of the universe. We can actually count them. In the visible universe, our telescopes have the range to see a hundred billion galaxies. Well, how many stars are there in the visible universe? Count them. A hundred billion times a hundred billion. That is an astronomical number. You have to be supremely arrogant to believe that we are the only ones in town. People wonder, are there beings on other planets? Well, one woman right here in Lubbock says, yes, there are, because she's seen them. In June 67, before my baby son was born, I seen something like that, too. That's what Emily Norris of Lubbock said after seeing this photo on CBS of what is said to be an alien peering into a Nebraska home. She says it's the same face she saw on a group of beings that appeared on her Denver City farm more than 40 years ago. I was asleep when I first heard the... The doors, you know, rattling, and I got up, and I went to the front door, normally, and I almost opened the door, and I said, no, I'm going to peek out. So I peeked out, when I did, I seen this little funny-looking gray thing standing outside. Terrified, Norris says she jumped back and looked out the window and saw a second gray being with dark slanted eyes move around the back of her home and try the back door. Unable to get in, the beings then retreated into the early morning darkness, and then Norris says a large light appeared in the field across the street. And it just lit up all around, it raised up like this, and then just shot out of sight. But nobody seen it but me. You know, and I like to say, as of today, when I talk about it now, it brings tears to my eyes because I don't really understand why my house. That really did happen. There is something somewhere.
other worlds in this universe is something hard for us to believe. The story I'm about to tell not only proves to me there is another world up there somewhere, but some type of creatures or beings exist on that world. Many things have been written and many different stories have been told about what happened October the 11th, 1973 on the banks of the Pascoola River here in Pascoola, Mississippi. This is the true story. I know because I was there. By this time, it had become dark. We were about ready to give it up and go home. When all of a sudden, I heard some kind of zipping sound behind us. As I turned, I saw a blue flashing light. Some type of craft was approaching the ground. This just couldn't be, I thought. But there it was, about 30 foot long, maybe 10 foot high. And the angle it was toward us, I couldn't tell how wide it was. It was shaped something like a football. More blood at one end. The craft was metallic. And there could have been a dome on top, I'm not quite sure. Something that looked like two windows up toward the front and close to the top. The expression on Calvin's face told me that he was looking at the same thing. The craft hovered about two foot from the ground, and almost instantly an opening appeared at one end. And there's no way for me to express the feelings I had when these three things appeared in that opening. My God, Calvin, what's happening? I'll never forget those words. As I glanced toward Calvin, he seemed to be going in shock. These two inches tall, the head seemed to come directly to the shoulders without a neck. The nose was about an inch and a half long, and he came to a point. The ears were similar to the nose, maybe a little longer. And directly under the nose was a slit. It resembled a mouth. There could have been eyes. I can't recall what they look like. Their skin, or it could have been some type of clothing, reminds me of elephant skin. And it was very wrinkled. And it seemed to shine. The arms resemble human arms. But the hands were webbed with something like a thumb, more like pinchers and the arms were long in proportion to the body. The legs remained together, and the feet seemed to be round, like an elephant's foot. And these things seemed to glide about the same height 
from the ground as the craft, and almost instantly were upon us. Two of them took hold of my arms from the side. There was no sensation. I was raised from the ground. I glanced around. I saw one take hold of Calvin, and I saw him go limp, and found out later he had fainted. The battles I survived almost two years in career crossed my mind. But I could not resist these things. I could not move. As they were taking me inside the craft, all I could think of, they're going to take me away. The light inside the craft was almost blinding. The room seemed to be round, with no tables, no chairs. And I've been unable to describe the instruments inside the room. The only one I can partially describe is the one they used to scan my body. It seemed to come out directly from the wall. I didn't see any attachments. There could have been one. It was between six and eight inches in diameter, an oblong. The end focused on me was a different color or a different type material than the rest of it. It resembled a big eye. These things held me while this eye scanned my entire body. And it seemed to linger more at my head. And I noticed these things were careful not to let the eye focus on them. I have no way of knowing why. Then they left me suspended there for what seemed eternity, but it couldn't have been more than a few minutes. I kept thinking, what are they going to do with me? If they take me away, will anyone ever know what happened to me? But they came back, took hold of me, had me back outside, and led me to the ground, almost the same spot they had taken me from. feet touched the ground, my legs gave way, they seemed to be weak, and I fell. I saw Calvin about this time. He was standing with his arms outstretched. He was in shock. I was trying to get up and make my way toward him when I heard his zipping sound again. I turned around. There was the blue flashing lights, and almost instantly the craft was gone. I couldn't believe it. We had encountered something that had to be from another world. And hopefully without any physical harm. But I had no way of knowing at that time how it would affect us mentally in the days and nights to come. No one will ever know the after effects of this encounter with something from another world. The almost sleepless nights, the terrible nightmares when I do sleep. The many friends and concerned people throughout America that has talked to me personally or have written letters or by telephone or telegrams, a big majority of these people, these responsible people, have seen UFOs. 
some are even scared to tell their neighbors because they don't want to be laughed at, called nuts. Our governments say they don't exist. I was hypnotized by scientists that are known worldwide and a polygraph test or a lie detector test which proved I was telling the truth. I don't know of any other way that I can give more proof. Only one thing. There's something, I don't know how to explain it, but something I've been trying to remember that happened to me while I was aboard that craft. And hopefully, it will come to me someday, and that could be the final proof. And here is something else that's even harder to believe. I have been contacted by these things through my mind since the Paspagula River encounter. And I believe I will come in physical contact again with them in the future. I believe these things are making preparations to communicate in some way with our government. Only time will tell. When these things happen, people will look back and say, well, he was telling the truth. I'm Charles Hickson.
I become aware that I am dreaming while I continue to dream. I am now able to realize while asleep that I am in the midst of a dream. I am aware when I am dreaming, and I control my own actions. I have lucid dreams without waking up from sleep. I will realize that I am actually asleep in bed, but that I am still asleep as I dream. I will become a self-aware observer as well as a participant of my dreams. When I become aware that I am dreaming, I have more control over my dreams. I am able to affect the outcome of my dreams as I become self-aware while dreaming. I will have more fun while I sleep as I become lucid while dreaming. I imagine myself in bed asleep at night. From somewhere deep inside my mind, images, sounds, and feelings are conjured as my mind's inner movie projector presents a dream. Suddenly, in a flash of insight, I feel myself become aware that the images are a projection of my mind. I realize that I am in the middle of a dream. I am completely aware that what I see, hear, and feel is a product of my own mind. I also realize that I can say or do anything I wish to say or do in the dream as the dream continues. I can even choose to change the images and events in the dream by gently and confidently using my willpower. I am a lucid dreamer now. I experience lucid dreams. Beginning tonight, I will produce a dream in which I become self-aware. I will know that I am dreaming and that I have full control over my actions in the dream. I will remember the lucid dreams that I have so that I can enjoy thinking about them the next day. I am a lucid dreamer. I have lucid dreams when I sleep. The Wake Up I will awaken from hypnosis by counting to five. When I reach the number five, I will become fully alert and wide awake. One, beginning to awaken from hypnosis. Two, becoming aware of my surroundings. Feeling satisfied, safe, and comfortable. Three, looking forward to positive results from this hypnosis session. Four, feeling absolutely wonderful. Five, five, five. Now, wide awake and fully alert.
So, when I was about eight years old, my mom and stepdad had left me for the afternoon in my house in Pittsburgh, in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Mount Lebanon. And in one, on one particular afternoon, I was drawing downstairs in my kitchen. But I remember very clearly being really afraid and feeling cold, chilled wind wash over me. And then feeling like there was something watching me from behind me for about like two hours straight. And I stayed in like one position. You didn't move? I didn't move. I just kept drawing because I was drawing on a huge piece of paper. Too scared to look around. I was too scared to look around and I just could not get up. And I had the picture of, of what was looking at me. It was like in my head. What did it look like? It was just a big... It kind of looked like an alien. It kind of looked like a big spirit with a huge skull. And it was all black. But the skull was all white. And like... It was like a huge head. It's like a black body. Just like watching me and like not being evil. Just like there. And just like... um, Kind actually. Because it, it was smiling at me. And I just kept drawing and drawing and drawing and looking out the window, that, which, which was right in front of me, which like looked out into the backyard. And But in my mind, like the spirit behind me was just like in there, staring at me, like staring through me. Yeah, and then I, like, got up really quickly after about two hours and, like, fled to my room. Which was, I remember doing that and just being like, what the fuck?
There are multitudes of cultures and societies that exist throughout the vastness of space. And these societies and cultures have been on and off this planet from the very beginning. It is not just that we, the Pleiadians, have come to assist. We are only one grouping from one star system. There are many who have journeyed here for many reasons. The majority of the extraterrestrials are here for your upliftment, though there are also those who are here for other reasons. When you hear the name Pleiadians, you feel a connection because we are assisting you in bringing your own information, your own knowing forward. We, as Pleiadians, came back through time into what would perhaps be called our past. We came back in order to share a frequency with you, a frequency that each one of you has agreed to carry on this planet in order to change the DNA of the rearranged human race. All of this is to be felt. Allow your brain cells to click into being without your rational conscious mind wanting to define things down to the most minute detail. This experience involves raising a feeling inside yourself and then one day, at one moment, in one afternoon, having an overwhelming sense of knowing, having a composition of a thousand pages long come alive in five seconds of divine ecstasy. Family of Light. Wake up. Lots of Pleiadians here. There are lots. I would say anybody who would be interested enough to watch something like this project probably is not from here, 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 not from